This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, 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 Cozy Babes, and welcome back to the Cozy Babes Club. If you are not watching the video segment of this, uh, you should be, because now it's available everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, I think are the main places you can get it. But uh, today I am serving resort girl realness. So if you want to see this, you need to just go to the video. I feel like I hemmed and hawed a lot about today's outfit. And I was like, you know what? I'm sick. I've been sick for two weeks. And I don't, I cannot, I am at my clit's end. Okay. I'm at my clit's end. I cannot be fucked with in terms of trying to curate an outfit or do a full face of makeup. And I feel like if you clicked on this podcast, you kind of already knew what to expect. So if you want to see how insane I look today, make sure you watch the video segment. Um, I'm really excited. I've been pushing to get videos back to the podcast for quite some time. And I finally feel like I'm ready. Like I have this little microphone situation. I get to hold a mic and it makes me feel like I'm giving a speech. And I feel like that was like the missing link. I needed like a nice microphone to hold instead of having something rigged up and like being basically like hands-free. I prefer to have something in my hand. But in any case, welcome back to the podcast, episode 166. And uh, I hope everybody is excited to be here as I am. I feel like the podcast is like, I know I say this like every episode, it's the place where all the context lives. But it's also the place where I feel like I have the most creative freedom and the most creative fun. So Today, I actually have a lot of notes for this episode, and this is one that I have promised you for quite some time. It has been highly requested, and I finally feel like I have something to say. I finally feel like I have curated it, I have figured it out, and I'm here doing the damn thing. So first and foremost, on this podcast, we always play a little catch up before we do anything else. So this week, as you could have guessed, I have still been sick. Uh, I know it doesn't sound as bad as it did last week, but I definitely still have a cough. I definitely still have a lot of phlegm situation going on. And you know what I think is interesting? Ask somebody that like is really into healing and really into like natural medicine, things like that. I always try to look at like the spiritual effect of sickness in terms of like what part of my body feels it. And for me, it's definitely in my sinuses a little bit, but mostly this sickness I have felt in like my chest where like my heart chakra would be. And I find that really interesting because normally when I get sick, I lose my voice and my voice. I always joke in my house that my voice is my moneymaker. Like I can't, I can't be having no voice. If I have no voice, like we have bigger problems because that's my moneymaker, right? I, I always like that line in that Kesha song where she says, I got here by running my mouth. I feel like that's me. So I feel like when my voice goes out, I know that I'm not like speaking in alignment and there's something that like I need to quiet down so I can hear it. This time I did not lose my voice and I haven't, thank goodness. 
but it's been like in my chest, like deeply where the heart chakra is. And I was like, you know, I do kind of feel like there's been a little bit of a disconnect in my life where like, I don't feel like I'm leading this like heart centered life like I used to. And I need to get back to that. So I've just been like slowly finding my way. And I think it's been like a good call to action for me. I know like who in the world is ever grateful for a sickness, but I feel like it's just given me things to ponder. So uh, still sick, still down for the count. It's definitely made work kind of impossible. Like sitting and doing this podcast is like the highlight of my week, but I also have like private readings I'm still filling. I have, I haven't put any new YouTube content out uh, in a little bit, but it's coming. Uh, I feel like I've just been kind of slow to create this month and that's okay. You know, I think that we need to give creatives more grace in that. And I don't even think it's like other people accusing us of not creating. I think it's the creators themselves. It's me that's hard on myself. It's other creators that are hard on themselves when they need to slow down. But in any case, not too many notes this week, but the main topic of this week is how to make friends in your thirties. Because I feel like I don't see, like, there are a lot of millennial content creators out there, but I feel like a lot of today's content, and I've said this before, it's very much marketed towards Gen Z, Gen Z. It's very much marketed towards Gen Z, what's trendy. And we've never lived in this kind of paradigm where we have social media, we have the internet, and we have a generation that grew up with it. So the way that media was used towards millennials is how it's still being used, right? This is why, like, not that we need to simp for boomers, but don't get me wrong, I have some really lovely boomers in my life, but not that we need to simp for boomers or anything, but I feel like we live in a world that is not geared towards boomers at all. Like, think about how people that are older were just kind of, like, thrown to the wolves with the internet, and they're just expected to get it. And then you have the millennial generation that like, we kind of had a childhood without social media and then it evolved with us. And then now we have like Gen Z, Gen Alpha that are literally born with social media in one hand and like a gun to their head in the other hand. They're just out here wilding. So, and like, I have so much love and deep respect for younger generations. I'm not going to sit here and like shit talk. I definitely think that that is a paradigm we need to do away with where we're disconnecting everybody from everyone based on an age group. But my point is, I don't see enough content geared towards people my age, geared towards people like... We get it. Millennials aren't cool anymore. We're being told we're not cool anymore. Our side parts are boring. Our skinny jeans everybody hates. Our high-waisted things everybody hates. And it's okay. I don't need to be the cool girl. I'm over it, to be honest with you. I don't need to be cool. I don't need to be relevant. I don't need to be cool. But I do feel like there is a mass number of us that feel like it is impossible to make friends. And I used to be one of those people, okay? So I'm coming to you with experience. I used to be one of those people that was like, I have no community. I have no friends. I have nothing. And then I put myself out there like one time and it didn't go as well as I'd hoped. And then I felt like from that point, I just considered it a failure. But recently, I've had this great epiphany on friendship where, don't get me wrong, I have amazing friends in my life. None of them are local yet, I say that not because any of my friends are going to be moving anytime soon, but 
I feel like I put myself out there once and then decided that like I just needed to live a life of isolation. And this was like pre-2020. Like this didn't happen because of 2020. I think for a lot of people it did. For me, this was not a 2020 isolation thing. I feel like for all of my childhood and adolescent life, I lived a very sheltered life. And this was the life that I prayed for. Like truly in my like manifestations, all of that, I wanted to live a life where I could be by myself. Like I used to get so pissed when I lived in Utah for 12 years, my family would just like drop in on me at multiple points in the year. And I was so angry about it. Like I just wanted to be left alone. And then I moved to Washington state. I've had family come visit me, but like, I haven't seen my parents unless I've gone to their place in years. And before they would drop in on me constantly and I hated it. But now I'm finding that I'm more alone. I'm more lonely than I've ever been in my whole life. Nobody here knows me. And I feel like this is something that I just don't hear enough people my age talking about how like we're not, I'm not in high school. I'm not in college. I can't just be forced into an environment where there are other people I can meet. I have to do that myself. So I'm going to tell you how basically this all unraveled, how I have decided that it's not hard to make friends in your 30s. And I'm going to give you some actual tips on what you can do literally today to start making friends in your 30s. Okay. Some of this stuff you can do from the comfort of your bed. Okay. So Yes, I do feel like I am the resident expert on this. I have not met my mocktail-loving girl gang yet, but trust me, I guarantee you it's coming. And when I manifest these people, I'm gonna be the, the you're gonna be the first people to hear about it. I'm gonna talk about it on my podcast. You will be the first to know. So, making friends in your 30s. First and foremost, you have to stop saying that you don't have any friends and you don't have community. Because if all you do is work from home, talk to your spouse and your cats every day, I'm literally talking about myself, and then you sit here and say that you have no friends, no community, no family, you're the problem. It's you. You're the problem. It's you. Okay? (laughs) I know that's a harsh thing to say. That's a very harsh claim to make. And obviously... I'm not talking to the fucking nuanced Nellies. No nuanced Nellies. There is nuance to everything. There might be reasons that you're at home. I'm not talking to you. Have some nuance, okay? I'm not, I'm not like no nuanced Nellie. You need to come down here and sit in the front of the class because I'm not doing that today. Have a little bit of nuance to the situation. If it doesn't apply to you, it doesn't apply to you. But my point being is you have to stop the way that you're talking about it because hear me out. There are something insane, like 8 billion people on the face of this planet. Do you really think, do you really honest to the goddess think that you are the only person that you can resonate with? Do you truly in your heart of hearts think that there is not one other person on the face of this planet that likes the things that you like, that is interested in the same stuff, that has had a similar experience? Do you really think out of 8 billion people, you are the only one? I guarantee you that you're not. I absolutely 100, like there are probably hundreds of thousands of people that you could relate to on the face of this planet. Guaranteed. Okay. You're not original. And I know that can also be like a really demeaning thought because like, yes, you are original. Nobody has like your special sauce. I get that. But when it comes to connecting with other people and making like true intimate connections and friendships, you're not original. 
There are other people that have experienced similar things. There are people that are into the same things that you're into. Look at our podcast community. Look at our YouTube community. Look at our Discord community. There are so many people that resonate with the content that I put out. That should be enough proof to you right there. And I'm not special. Like if I'm special, which like, this is always like one of those things that I feel like I have to explain when I say it. It's not that I'm not special. I am. It's that you're also special. It's that everyone is special. Do you get what I'm saying? Anyways, you have to stop talking to yourself like you're just never going to have it because that's not true. Now, <laughs> the, the first thing that you can do, and I am a huge advocate for this, massive. Please remember, we're not talking to the no nuance Nellies today because there are going to be people that are going to be like, this won't work for me and here's why. I'm not talking to you. I'm going to give you some general tips, take what resonates and leave the rest. So number one, I feel like this one's pretty obvious. I've mentioned it before. You can, from the comfort of your bed right now, you can join a Twitch stream. I know people think about Twitch and they're like, either A, you don't know what it is, or B, you think it's just for gaming. That's not true. There are tarot card readers on Twitch. There are artists on Twitch. There are people that just sit and talk. You can find a Twitch community for almost anything that you like. There are crafting communities, sewing communities. There's food-based communities. There's people that like get on there and cook. Um, there is literally something for everyone, I swear to you. And I know this because I used to be in that industry, okay? I was a Twitch streamer for like circa 2018, 2018, 19 I feel like I kind of really stopped streaming in 2020. So it was just like a few years, not too long, two or three years that I streamed. And there's literally a community for everyone. And I feel like Twitch, of all of the online places I've ever done stuff, Twitch to me is the most community-based place. If you feel like you have nowhere that you fit in, go and follow a streamer. You don't even have to talk in their chat right away. You can wait. You can decide to kind of peruse for a few weeks, okay? Join a community today. Most of them have Discord communities where you can go and chat with other people that like the same streamers that you like. Okay? It's really awesome. Fun time. Highly recommend. That's something you can do right now. The second thing you can do right now from the comfort of your own bed, and I'm a bed biddy. I don't know if you knew this about me. Like if I had a bed in my office, I would literally do all of my work from bed. Like I'm a bed biddy. I love being in bed. I don't understand how people don't like bed is my favorite place in the whole world. So this is why I'm giving you from bed options. The second thing you can do from bed is open up your mobile device. Okay. Open up your mobile device and I want you to search Bumble. Now I know what you're thinking. Bumble, isn't that a dating app? Yes, my friend, it is. However, it is also a best friend app. And hear me out. I know that sounds terrible, but no, there actually is an option on the app for friends. You can make it to where you are only available for friendship and not dating. And you can also set like preference. You can say like, you only want female friends. You only want male friends. Or I want to say there might be an option for like non-binary and stuff too, like that you're an ally or you are non-binary. Uh, but this, I actually have somebody, I have not made the arrangement yet, but I'm in contact with somebody on Bumble right now that I'm going to meet up with them. Hopefully in the coming month is the ideal. And I love Bumble because there is a bio. Most people have their astrology stuff on there. You can also sort 
on Bumble by filters. So like I personally don't really resonate with people that are Christian. Like, don't get me wrong. I think your path to enlightenment is whatever it needs to be. Like if you feel enlightened through Christianity, I think it's the right place for you. And I don't care if that's what, like, that's for you. That's on you. Good for you. For me and my intellectuality, I need to speak to people that are non-Christian indoctrinated. I just need people that are a little more open-minded. And so for me, I can use that on Bumble. I can say like, don't show me people that have Christian in their bio. I don't want to see that. Um, I can also limit the astrology signs. If I want to be astrology racist, which is super rude, by the way, but if I wanted to, um, don't, don't do this unless you got problems. But if I wanted to, I could be like, don't give me any Leo suns. Those are not for me. Okay. I can just like exclude certain astrology signs. I can, you know, obviously I love the idea of being a friend to everyone, and I think you should give all astrology signs a chance. But if you get burned so many times and you're tired of learning the lesson over and over again, maybe it's time to exclude a couple and see who you get. So those are extra options, extra things you can do. Um, but love me some bubble BFF. I've had a lot of interesting conversations. There's this time around is the first time I'm actually like making plans to meet someone. But and it has taken a few tries. And they actually sought me out. I feel like that's the problem with Tauruses. I'm a Taurus son. Like, I'm not going to be the one to make the first move. Somebody else is going to have to tell me where to be because I love my bed. Like, that's just facts. I love my bed and you're not going to be able to get me away from there. So I would highly encourage just messing around on Bumble. See what it's like. And when you sign up, this is not an advertisement for them either, though I wish it was. Uh, when you sign up, they often will give you like a promo for having Bumble Pro for like a week or something, and you can use all the features. So that is something I highly recommend, especially if you're in an area where you feel like there's nothing and no one. I promise you, somebody out there is on Bumble. So check out Bumble BFF. Then the next thing, these two kind of go hand in hand, the next two this is going to be a reach, okay? Some of you are not going to agree with what I'm about to say, but I don't really care because I am a firm believer in this and I will not let shit places or people hold me back from anything. So number one, local events, local events. Now I feel like with local events, sometimes you live in a town where there just aren't any, that's just like you go, you look on Facebook events and there's just like nothing that you're interested in. I would encourage you to go to a physical location. Yes, I know you're going to have to leave bed. I'm sorry about it, bestie. Sometimes to make intimate connections, you need to leave your bed. You need to leave the comfort zone. And I would encourage you go to a coffee shop, see if they have a bulletin board, see if they have local events, if there's anything happening, go to like places that you think you would want to personally hang out because that's how you're going to get the best results. If you like, there's a coffee shop that I love going to close to my home and they have massive bulletin boards where people just put events all over it. I literally made myself go there last week. Actually, let me interlude with a little story here. Okay, I have a story for you. Um, also, I'm not sorry for those of y'all that are on the video. I'm a Gemini moon and I am a hand talker. Like, this is why I feel like I need one hand holding a microphone because I am very hand expressive. Um, my hand has like a mouth of its own. But <clears throat> um, I was at my clit's end 
as I said earlier, my clit's end. I was at my clit's end, not my wit's end, my clit's end. I was at my clit's end with myself recently, and I kind of have this thing, okay? You can take this or leave this. I have this thing in my life where I have this with people too. Like, it's not just myself. I also feel this for other people. If you bring me the same problem six to eight times in a row, and I have given you advice that you have asked for six to eight times, on that ninth time, sometimes on the seventh time, on that ninth time, if I'm feeling gracious, I'm going to explode. Like, I'm going to tell you, do not bring this problem to me again. Go sort your fucking self out. And this is when I'm at my clit's end, okay? I feel like I give people so many chances. This is very, like, problematic Taurus energy. I give people so many chances. And then when I feel like I have just about done lost it, that's when, like, I don't, like, get angry and explode. I will just literally tell someone, you need to talk to somebody else about this. I can no longer guide you through this. And that is that. Like, I cannot be the soundboard for this anymore. And I will withdraw. Like, friendship, I will withdraw. Not like, you're going to exit my life now, we can't be friends. But I will definitely withdraw my time that I spend with you. That's just like, that's my toxic trait. Okay, when I'm done, I'm done. And when it comes to this specifically, this also happens to myself. So I can have a problem over and over and over and over. But on that seventh to ninth time, I'm going to flip every fucking cookie on the sheet and just say, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done with this and I'm not taking no for an answer from myself anymore. And I think that's what happened. There were so many instances where I kept saying to myself, oh my gosh, I have no friends. I have no community. My family doesn't live close. And I would constantly try I'm not even joking a little bit. This is real. I would constantly try to convince my own family members to move to Washington state. I would try to convince my friends. A lot of them would like to, like, that's actually real. A lot of them visit me and they're like, oh my gosh, I would love to live here. Um, a lot of them would like to, but I like try to convince people to legitimately move because I honestly, the last like six to eight months of my life have been the loneliest I've ever been in my whole life. And I love the company of myself. Trust me. Like I love my own company. I love the person I am. I love a self-care night. Like truly, I can't even do nights. I love hanging out by myself, but I miss community. I miss connection. And I didn't think that this would ever happen, but it did. And it has truly been some of like the most loneliest months I've ever experienced. And I kept repeating that story to myself. Oh, I have no community. I have no family close by. I have no friends. Even though like I do have friends, but I have friends that are north of me and friends that are south of me. They're both more than an hour away. I need somebody within like a 10 minute radius. Somebody that like, I need to find some girly pops. You know what I'm saying? Like mocktail girlies that want to go run errands together. Those are the kind of girlies I'm looking for. And in any case, I got up to my clit's end and I was like, we cannot talk this way to ourselves anymore. I refuse this. And this is kind of the pot where this episode was born. I was like, I'm going to tell everybody exactly what I did. And then later I'm going to follow up with you in like a couple of weeks on this. And I'm going to tell you exactly how it went down because I just, I don't know how to explain it. I'm a very intuitive person. I can tell that my friends are coming. Like, I can tell that I'm about to meet community. I can tell. I'm drawing it in. I'm calling it in. I'm living in it. I can just tell. I can just tell. It's coming. Um, 
And I don't think I was ready for it before, but I am now. So in any case, <laughs> look to your local events. So this is what I did. I told myself I was up to my clit's end. I went out to a couple of my favorite spots in town and I was like, what are all the events? Tell me why. I literally found they're all on my whiteboard. One, two, three, four, five. I found six events that I wanted to attend this month alone, the month of February. And I put them all on my calendar, all with locations and times. And I'm going to go to every single event, rain or shine, no matter how I'm feeling, I'm going because I'm at my clit's end. I don't have room for anything less. I have to go. So this is like the deal I've made with myself is I'm going to go to all these events. I'm going to go see what I can see, feel it out, see what kind of people I can meet. And if this doesn't work, this brings me to another point down the list. Um, if I don't find anyone, I'm going to make my own event. <laughs> And I know that this is a stretch. Some people maybe would not feel comfortable doing this. I am going to literally make a mocktail girlies group in my local town. I like there's already places that I could go to to like have meetings outside my home. And if I do not find people, I am literally going to design my own flyer, set a date, set a time, set a place, talk to an establishment about where I can host this event and then I'm going to be there at the time at the place and hope and pray that other people that are interested in what I'm interested are going to show up. And if they don't, I'm at least going to run the event three to four times. That's what I've decided. Give it a solid three to four months. And if it doesn't work out, you know, then I'm going to move. That's literally what I've decided. I am so hell bent that I will find this community. I will find people. I will find other women specifically is what I'm looking for. I will find other women that are interested in what I'm interested in. And I'm so hell bent on this that if I don't find it, I'm literally going to pack my life up and move somewhere else. And this is why I said some people are not going to agree with what I'm about to say, because so many people my, are married to where they live. Oh, I can't leave because my family's here. Oh, I can't leave because I grew my whole life here. Oh, I can't leave because I, you know, whatever reason, whatever reason. I, I feel like as a Sagittarius rising, I just don't have that attitude. I will not ever stay somewhere that I feel like I don't belong. There is no relationship, no person, no career, no family member, no friend, no community, that will ever keep me stuck somewhere where I feel like I don't belong, period. And I've kind of lived my whole life that way. Like I moved out at 18, moved home for a nine month segment at one point in time in the last over a decade. And from there, I've lived on my own ever since then. And even when I moved out to Washington, like I did that on my own, leaving a community behind. And if I have to pack my life up and do it again until I find the right community for me that I feel like I belong in, I will do that, period. And like I said, I know some people are going to hate that because it, it's a lot. Packing up and moving your life around is a lot. But I feel like it's also a lot to live somewhere that you feel like you don't belong. Like to make your whole life, your whole life, you get a hundred years if you're lucky, 
Except, you know me, I'm going to live to be 220. I'm basically an alien. I'm like a, I'm going to be like a 300-year-old witch in at the edge of the forest when I'm older. Um, teaching water aerobics, though, that's like my life goal, is to be old and teach water aerobics to other old biddies. But <laughs> don't stay stuck where you don't belong. Move. Move. I don't care if you have kids. Like, I, it, there is no excuse in my book that cannot be worked around. You have kids, kids can move. It happens every day. Boys do it. That's like my new slogan. I know that's like a big uh, slogan that's going around short form media right now. But like the slogan is like, boys do it. How hard can it be? Boys do it. How hard can it be? Can't be that hard. Yes, there are sacrifices you would have to make. Yes, it could be a lot. Yes, it could be scary. But what's scarier, in my opinion, is staying where you don't belong, period. So don't stay where you don't belong. That is kind of my thing right now is if I don't find it after making my own events, after insisting that it will happen, manifesting it, calling it in, doing things with myself that I would do with other friends, if it still doesn't happen within the next six months, I'm literally going to move. Not kidding. I'm going to try the East Coast out. Uh, okay. So, <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm fine. Get down with the sickness. Okay. And then lastly, lastly, if you couldn't tell already from this entire episode, you need to just decide, just decide, just decide. I know that you won't be ready to just decide until you're ready to just decide. But I feel like we can tell ourselves a lot of stories. That's all we do all day, every day. We are telling ourselves stories that we believe are true about ourselves. And the cool thing about that, it could be a scary thought if you've never thought about it, but you can change it. You can change your story at any point in history. This is why I have such a hard time and I'm such a little contrarian and I have such a hard time like believing in most things is I feel like Literally throughout history, anybody could have discovered this at any time and just been like, you know what? Maybe we could just say that Jesus came from a virgin. Maybe we could just rewrite the story. And then look at what that did to the masses. Like, you can just, you can be that Delulu too. You can be that Delulu too. You can just decide that you are no longer friendless. You can just decide that you're going to find your community. You can get to your clit's end too. You can just decide. And you can be like, you know what? I'm not telling myself this story anymore. We're writing a new story. This is how the new story is going. This is the story I'm going to repeat to myself as frequently as I possibly can. And if I could give you that example from my own life, I feel like I kind of already have, but that's what I decided. I was like, you know, I'm not going to take no for an answer anymore. We're not doing it this way. I'm tired of doing it this way. I've been lonely. And the only person that's coming to save me from loneliness is myself. So this is how we're navigating 30-year-old friendships. And I know, don't get me wrong. I know it sounds scary. I know people are scary sometimes. People bring their bullshit and their energy into your life and... Trust me when I tell you, I have been fucking tried in my friendships, okay? I have gone through more friendship breakups in the last, like, five to six years than any other point in my life. I have to think about that, actually. One, two, three, four. I've been through, like, five friendship breakups. Not, like, some of them were worse than others, and some of them were my own doing. Some of them were me wanting to exit and just leaving, 
which I'm not necessarily proud of how I've handled that every single time. But I feel like I've learned a lot along the journey. I've learned about who I want in my energetic field, who I don't want in my energetic field, what I will tolerate, what I won't tolerate. And even if I meet some bullshit people that I don't like, I have just learned more about myself. I feel like there has to be a little bit of commitment to chaos when you decide that you're going to go into the unknown. And I think that's something else when you're connecting to new energy and new people you have to be okay being in chaos a little bit. You have to be okay with the uncertainty because it isn't certain. You might meet somebody that fucks your whole life up, but you also might meet the coolest person you've ever known. Like think about if you have friendships in your life, which I do, thankfully, I'm so grateful. I have friendships in my life. They do live really far away. My One of my dearest friends lives a whole ocean away from me. Um, you know, and I would give anything to live in the same town as that person, but it's, and maybe someday we will, that would be so awesome. I would love that. But until that happens, I can't put my life on hold. I can't just, Oh, someday me and this person will live in the same town and everything will be good. I have to decide to live my life and bloom where I'm planted. And if I can't bloom here, you need to fucking uproot your ass and move the whole tree somewhere else. Okay? Okay. I feel like I've yelled this entire part. When you give me a microphone like this, you need to understand that I'm just going to be yelling. Like, I'm an Aries Mercury, and I feel like that's what we do. We just project. We just, not project, but like, I don't mean project like my bullshit. I mean, we just like amplify and project our voices out. But in any case, I hope the microphone situation was good for this episode uh, because we are using a new microphone once again. But uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for watching the video. If you did, let me know how you feel about the outfit selection. Like, should we keep bringing it back? I feel like the weeks that I don't want to get myself ready, this is the outfit you're going to get. Uh, but in any case, thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to check out, uh, you know, I'm everywhere. I'm on YouTube. I'm on, I'm not on TikTok actually. Uh, I'm on Instagram because I'm a millennial and that's where I belong. Um, Instagram's like really the only place and YouTube, you know, also check out my Twitch because I'm thinking about going back to streaming and, uh, you know, if you're feeling fancy, if you feel like you really want to give me something extra this week, rate the podcast, rate the podcast. If you're on Spotify, you can also leave comments under the podcast or the YouTube video and uh, let me know what you're thinking. And I will talk to you all beautiful cozy babes next week, next Monday. Don't forget to stay cozy out there. And please do not forget when you stand on your own authenticity, you empower everyone around you to do the same. 